Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, after more than two decades on the screen, Artie has announced that the show EcoEye is coming to an end. It was the first of its kind in Ireland uh, when it launched a show dedicated to speaking about sustainability and the climate crisis. All that time helmed by the architect Duncan Stewart, who joins us now. Good afternoon, Duncan. Hi, Sean. Great to be in your studio. Are you a bit disappointed? Disappointed? No. Yeah. Yeah. In in the sense that... That the show's coming to an end. Well, put it this way. Reality was always going to be that this would come to an end. You know, it, the fact that it lasted 21 years is, in my view, mm-hmm. really good in that um, one would always kind of say, well, will there be another next series next year? Because that's the type of uncertainty that there is in the media, you know. Yes. So I think it's had a good run. But have we changed society? I don't think so. I think we still have major problems in that our society generally are not aware enough of the issues and our politicians don't care, really. There's yeah. no real sincerity there with our politicians. And our young generation are facing into a crisis situation. It's going to be incredibly difficult for people. Anyone under 50, really, is facing massive challenges. Mm. And unless we make fundamental changes, we're not going to see it. So I yeah. don't know if I've done anything. Yes. <laughs> well, I suppose the difficulty is, and I was saying this to you before we came on air, that, that when you do... Uh, issues that are even tangentially to do with the environment there's always a danger you you don't want to sound like you're lecturing people and you don't want them to think oh well this again I know about this and then they kind of tune it out or switch off altogether Uh, and and even though it's the most it's the biggest crisis facing the human race uh, um, ever um, we still have to somehow package it to make people kind of take it seriously Absolutely and generally the media kind of reaction to that is that oh it's a turn off for, for an audience mm. but in fact we've always had very high audience rating so we've, we've done very well over those years we've had a very good audience and an appreciative audience you know who have come back to us very times and we've a tremendous crew I mean our team in the office are you know our all production crew our producers, directors camera, sound, editors research, all of these, they're incredibly good, dedicated people, you know. Mm. And of, of course, that's sad to see for them, end of a series, but we knew it was coming yes, down the track. of course, that's yeah. the nature of the business. When you were launching it, was it a hard sell? Uh, it was because it would have been, in other words, not regarded as mainstream television at the time, mm. um, you know, so it was turned down, basically. And, you know, I then look to getting an acquisition so that it was funded outside of RTE by state bodies. And luckily, the EPA were a, an anchor really for us and they had all the scientists. So we had the backup yeah. knowledge, you know, of evidence-based knowledge and data, which was great. But, you know, that unfortunately came to an end too. And, mm. uh, you know, but, but um, yes, I mean, obviously, um, we, we you know, looking forward now, what what now I'm going to do, I've lots of options of things I want to do in the future, but I'm more concerned that we have such a good team of people in the office that have developed this and have built up the series over those years and incredibly competent, dedicated people, all underpaid really, because it's always kind of difficult to make ends meet with mm-hmm. a series like this. But um, yes, uh, you know, the question is like our society generally trying to reach out to our society and 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 could get kind of changes that are fundamentally needed now that it's really systems changes we need now that are at very core level it's not 
tweaking at the edges anymore. Mm. You know, why do you think? Why do you think? Well, I mean, our our own government probably isn't isn't unique in this regard. But why don't they take it more seriously? Why well, why, why why isn't there a sense of urgency around this? Well, first of all, they're afraid that it doesn't give them votes. I mean, most of our main political parties have no interest in climate change or biodiversity loss. They see it as a turn off and they don't see our electorate giving due emphasis to this at elections. Mm. And that's a fundamental problem with our society. But it's also a lack of leadership in our government because really we're stealing our children's future, you know, with the actions we're doing. Our performance in Ireland is particularly bad, you know. Our track record is we're now the biggest greenhouse gas emitters in Europe, you know. We're in the top 1%. You know, we're 50% above the European average per person in greenhouse gas emissions, Mm. you know. And we don't seem to let that register, you know. It's only Europe that pushes us forward. It's not coming from ourselves, from our society or from our government or from our businesses. And there's an awful lot of, if you like, pushback by big business and lobby groups vested interest groups behind the scenes blocking initiatives. So that's, I mean, actually, that's an interesting thing that you could say, on the one hand, everybody knows about climate change now and and, and knows uh, about emissions and and they know a lot of the technical aspects of it. But that, as you say, that amount of pushback, which up to and including this is all a big hoax. Um, uh, there's, there's not quite as much of that but there is quite a lot of that that's pushing back against. Well over the 21 years of the series there would have been a lot of that happening you know and from right wing extreme right wing groups etc um, and and of course funded by vested interests by fossil fuels and by big farming lobbies etc you know so we've had that but there's no credibility to that anymore. The evidence is very clear. Mm. The real hope is in our young generation. You know, those that are in school today, all those young people that actually fear for their future, which is really, really sad. You know, in my time, we always look to the future as a very positive thing. You know, yes, yeah. we have a generation now that are stressed and that they they really have anxiety problems about the future. And they know that if we don't make fundamental changes now, their future is being put seriously in peril, you know. And um, they're, they're the only hope really in our society. And it's that young generation reaching out to their parents, in my view, is where the changes will come. Mm. Because the actions on the ground have been very slow. We have very little policy that will drive the change. It's fundamentally flawed in our government policies. Uh, having said that... Do you think maybe that we, we, you know, because it was all, you know, we don't want to reach 1.5, uh, um, that will probably will. Uh, and that really now the question is, it's how much climate change is going to affect those future generations uh, but, rather than we're, we're going to stop and end its tracks. Absolutely. But it's all to do with the changes we have to make. The status quo is no longer working. You mm-hmm. know, we have all the evidence that we are on a track that's leading us to a three degrees to three and a half degrees rise in global mean surface temperature in this century. In other words, what what was decided in Paris at COP 2021 at the time and later COPs has not delivered. Mm. Governments have not made the commitments and where they have, they're not delivering. And certainly Ireland's government is performing. Our country is performing very poorly in yeah. this area. Three, three percent of what... 
that'll make an enormous difference to the and, world. And well, it's it's really going to be impossible then. I mean, that will break down all civilization. In other words, we're facing collapsing systems long mm. before that. But we have biodiversity. You know, we, yeah, we've lost yeah. since I was in school. We've lost over two thirds of our populations of wildlife. We've lost eighty percent of our insect populations. It's shocking and it's accelerating into a situation where collapsing ecosystems is now coming down the track. So we are being hit from all sorts of areas. We then have areas of pollution. We've got problems with plastics and microplastics spreading all over the world. We've got chemicals. You know, we've got huge issues and they're growing bigger and bigger. They're not being reduced, you know, Certainly not in Ireland. Europe has been very good, actually. Europe has achieved huge changes over the last, since 1990, over the 30 years, in that they've reduced their carbon emissions by 24% from 1990, whereas Ireland's carbon emissions went up by 12% since then. And our our transport went up by, guess what? Tell us. Will I shock you? Yeah. 153%. Two and a half times what it was in 1990. That is shocking. And funny enough, our politicians don't seem to register when you talk to them about this. That's the figures, that's peer reviewed, that's in the reports, mm. annual reports by SEAI and, S- and EPA and yeah. SEAI and people like that. But the, uh, people listening might say, Duncan, sure, aren't the Green Party in government? Why aren't they doing something about this? Well, they're a very small party. Yeah. And, you know, we blame the Greens when, when it's convenient, but we're not blaming the fact that we elect the wrong politicians, you know. And we have an opposition that's pretty useless also, you know, mm. that are not at all in this space, you know. So... We have a major problem and the core thing comes down to us as our citizens. We need to take this on and we have to do it on the basis of our children's future. Mm. I set up a thing called with uh, EcoEd for All. It's an environmental curriculum for schools that we've developed. And we're doing it through the education centres around the country and through teachers. And that's, that's moving forward quite nicely. It's now been taken up by Cooperation Ireland. It's now a cross-border initiative where twi- schools are twinning with each other on environmental projects, etc., which is a big step forward because that young generation need solutions because they're so stressed with anxiety. They want to put that into action and into campaigns and other ways that will help them on their journey, you know. Mm. And let me, I, let me read you out a couple of comments. Uh, Noel says, unfortunately, until the Kardashians take an interest in the environment, I can't see the majority of our younger population really giving it any real thought. Paradoxical, it's the young that will suffer. Someone else says, to be honest, young people's concern is totally overestimated. If young people were really concerned, we would see the youth vote increase, but we haven't. Well, the youth have come out and voted on some key issues. And yes, but I mean, the youth still are a minority in terms of our overall electorate. Mm. And the last thing we want to do is to blame our young people. You know, they have basically inherited the problems of of my generation. We have built them up in a culture and in it that has been an incredibly unsustainable way of living. Yeah. And it's not them that's responsible. They just inherited this lifestyle. And, you know, um, it's hard for them to not consume like we did, you know. 
Yeah. So what would you think? Because, I mean, and because a lot of the protests we've had recently with people throwing things at artworks and that kind of stuff, um, which seems to certainly reflect a lot of anger. And there it's from that generation uh, uh, who are going to be most affected by this. And they do seem very angry, you know, whenever you'd, you'd interview one of them. Uh, but the response then is, well, that's not going to get anything done if you're, you know, uh, putting a stain on the Mona Lisa or whatever. Well, we have to ask, what can that young generation do? They want to be listened to. They mm. want to be heard. They have very strong views on this. They know that they're facing a very serious future. And we, what can they do is a question. They, they feel powerless and they must take it out in actions that will draw attention you know, mm. in other words, yeah. if they don't do actions like that, what else can they do? Those yeah. kids that go out and protest are critically important. I mean, Greta Thunberg has been an inspiration to that generation. She's been incredibly important, you yeah. know, and we need to kind of realise that we all want the best for our children, but we are stealing their future with our lifestyles today, with our norm kind of ways that we live today and with the lack of proper government policies to drive the changes that are needed. Having said all that, Duncan, are you uh, optimistic about the future? Well, it depends on what you mean by optimistic. Do I think (laughs) we're going to overcome climate change? I think the potential is there to hugely reduce the impacts. We can't reverse the damage in Mm. human lifetime. We can contain the damage greatly. We can also do so much to protect biodiversity loss and enhance biodiversity and and increase it. But all needs policies and it needs fundamental changes. You know, it's not tweaking at the edges. Our agricultural system is, is in my view, disgraceful. Our emissions from agriculture are over four times the European average per person. And it's all about export of meat and dairy to the world, the very rich in the world. It's the top 1% or maybe 5% that actually eat our meat and dairy in in, in the world. Duncan, thanks a million for uh, coming in to talk to us today. Congratulations on uh, 21 years of EcoI and uh, many years of success in the future. Duncan Stewart there. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.